Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Podcast. My name is David. And my name is Zach. And we are the Internet's premier, premier star, star Trek, Trek fan podcast. podcast. That's right. Coming at you from California. Woo! Or coming at, at you through your through your headphones or your speakers or wherever you listen to us. Yeah. I'd like to... Uh, well, let's start this out by saying for all of our Southern California listeners... Yes, we have a big announcement. Big announcement. Can you tell... All the excitement yeah. that's pouring through wow. the, your, my microphone and into your ears right now. <laughs> we have it's a... electrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, we're doing a trivia night at Mount Low on December 3rd, and that's Mount Low Brewery in Arcadia. California. California. And then the day following, we're doing one at the Wolf, Der Wolf in Pasadena. Oh, we, we landed that too? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. So if you guys want to come out and see us, uh, that would be cool. We'd yeah, love. We'd, we'd love to see you. We'd love to meet you guys. We're gonna have stickers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also planning on making some some shirts. Yep. Maybe you can buy buy them from us. If not, we'll definitely have stickers. Yeah, that's true. And then, uh, so I was thinking, and I meant to discuss this with you beforehand. <laughs> In true wor- Star Companion podcast. We like workshopping ideas for the podcast <laughs> um, on the podcast. I was thinking uh uh if you if you send us your email, if you send us an email, you know, with your email in it, we'll send you a sticker. Oh, that's great. Yeah. 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 That'll be dope. Um yeah, it it's going to be a pretty cool sticker. It's going to say the Star Companion, of course. Mhm. Um and it's going to be brought to you by us. <laughs> to you, our fans. <laughs> um, you know, you can put it on your on your binder or your or your notebook. Trapper keeper. Trapper keeper. Yeah, I, computer. Slap it on a stop sign and and buck. You know, fuck. Yeah. Fuck, uh, F- fuck the po- police and all that. Uh, Federation. The Federation. I don't know how to Star Trek that, but there you go. Uh, you know, and so that's kind of the big news. Um, following that, you can catch us on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. What's the date on those uh, 
on those trivia nights, by the way? 12-3 and 12-4. Okay. Arcadia, California, and then Pasadena, California. And that's 2019 for anybody listening to this in the future. Yes, it is. So don't go out on December 4th, 2035 and be like, where are these guys? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess there might be some other news that we can talk about. We'll talk about after, and then okay. maybe in the next episode we'll bring it up. Sounds good. If it ends Playboy. up working. But, uh... Yeah, send us an email, thestarcompanion at gmail.com. If you do, we'll uh, send you a sticker once they're made. And uh, that also means Troy and John are inaugural Patreon guys. We're going to get you some one of those stickers. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming, and I hope you're still listening. Well, I know for a fact Troy is. And yeah. I, on the topic of Troy, our man in Australia, <laughs> I can't believe you met Dad. Yeah, it's great. That's fucking awesome. That was a great photo. Yeah, it is. It's a really cool photo. <laughs> um, yeah. And so anyway, uh, well, go ahead. I'd love to know if he was like happy. Yeah. Like, like what, lo- what were the circumstances of you meeting dad? Like, and what was the interaction of that? Let us know. Yeah. Was he like, oh my God, have you heard about me from the Star Companion? <laughs> Even though that was a few years ago. Uh, but anyway, what do we do here, David? Well, we review uh, Star Trek, and we, we were trekking through Trek one episode at a time by star date. And uh, today we're in the throes of Season 2 Enterprise, uh, Episode 14. The name of this episode is Stigma. Stardate. Unknown. But probably after the last one. <laughs> Presumably after the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this was a good one. I have one qualm I'd like to get off my chest right off the bat. Do it. There's not really any nuance to this episode. It's pretty, uh... Cut and dry. It's pretty on the nose. I have a feeling in a, when this was made in America, that we were in the middle of gay rights. Mm. And, uh, gay, for gay marriage. Yes. Um, you know, and like, you could pretty much change out what pon far or no not pon far but pon uh, for aids probably yeah straight up yeah when you're watching it you're like oh well it's a good comparison there it is it's on the nose yeah well they're kind of a part of some weird underclass that engages in intimate you know exchanges that are subs you know uh not subservient but oh uh, sub uh, subclasses sure yeah. yeah they head out to the desert once a year to go listen to live music and, oh. and see people naked and oh, so it's Burning Man, pretty much. It's a Vulcan equivalent. <laughs> Vulcan equivalent Burning Man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this episode, basically, we find out that T'Pol has come down with Ponar. That's right. And Flox has been keeping it at bay mm-hmm. and keeping it under wraps too. She hasn't she hasn't told Dad or anything like that. Um. The episode begins, they're heading to a planet. I don't know what the name of the planet is, but they're heading, heading there for a inter-species medical exchange That's right. uh, meeting. And yeah. because the Vulcan, there's going to be a Vulcan delegation there. It's Flocks. the old inter-species medical exchange, you know, the yeah, one that happens the every old, year. The old annual inter-species IME. And they, since there's going to be a Vulcan delegation there, Flocks and T'Pol kind of concoct a little plan for flocks to talk to the Vulcans. What did you call it? 
what their plan oh we're i'll get to that okay yeah. all right all right i'm, I'm jumping ahead yeah, i'm sorry you, you shouldn't have let me uh you know let me be privy to some of your notes <laughs> see i i i pretend like i haven't heard your notes before and i laugh accordingly but you yeah. want me to just jump right in i it. get so excited yeah we'll get there mm-hmm. i got a couple of them this episode actually okay so anyways they they're heading over to this this planet and flocks and to paul kind of concoct this plan for mm-hmm. flocks to to ask the vulcans for a cure for this ponar she's basically there's something wrong with her with her neurolytic enzymes yeah and her synapses are basically gonna fail and i imagine she'll go you know uh crazy little jack from (laughs) simple jack simple jack there it is (laughs) that's funny yeah and so they arrive on the planet uh coincidentally one of flox's wives is there Mm. And uh, she shows up on the ship, and the captain and Trip are there, at, and Flocks are there to welcome her on board. Mm-hmm. And they're like, she's gonna help them install a new microscope. And she's like, oh, I can't wait to set to work on this microscope. And Dad's like, you know what? I'm sure the two of you are eager to spend some time together. Mm-hmm. Dad's immediately like, you know what? You, you guys, you need to fuck. Yeah. And I literally wrote that. You need to. Get I'm sure the two it. of you are eager to spend some time together. <laughs> yeah. E.g. Why don't you fuck? Says don't you dad. Fuck? <laughs> dad. That, yeah. How do they greet each other, Zach? Well, David, my beloved, <laughs> might I smell your face? <laughs> that was a weird thing, wasn't it? He like smells the top of her nose. Flox is a weirdo, dude. Yeah, he and is. I understand that we're like, hey, you know, denobulins are gonna denobulin, but like, <laughs> that's hella weird. And this sort of subplot develops where. Trip is going to get some strange. Yeah, uh, yet again, Trip becomes the romantic interest for yeah. another alien species. Fucking baby Brad Pritt's trying to fuck an alien again. Yeah. <laughs> so her and Trip set about installing this microscope. Phlox goes down to the to the surface to talk to the Vulcans, and he uses the old. I'm interested in pawn art. Studying Ponar because it's similar to thymic sclerosis trick. Yeah, and that that's a classic trick. That's a classic. That, trick. That's one that uh, they've got in uh, in their playbook on Denobula. That is. Yeah. He says, you know, I've got some dude. One of my friends has. Th- I've got a friend. I know a guy <laughs> who you know, you know, uh, needs something similar to the Ponar. Yeah. So you got any information on it? And the Vulcans are like, let us think about this further. Must think further. Well. And so they go back on the ship. Uh, uh, Trip and Flox's wife are setting up this microscope, and there's this there's this little subtle sexuality going on between them. She says, uh, while, while they're setting up the microscope, she says, insert the thick end into this opening, and it'll automatically program the frequency. You can pull it out now. The stream should be initiated. Yeah. So there's a there's a real sexual there's some real sexual there's innuendos some, going on here. Uh huh. And then you know he's putting it together, and she's like, "Wow, you follow directions pretty good." And he, you can see the it's a man. He, you can see the cog of his brain going. My name Trip. I follow directions. <laughs> I fuck alien from time to time. Yeah. Um. And then. So I guess Flox comes back, right? And yeah. and Dad and to Mom are having uh, to Mom. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's how you get a nickname. <laughs> uh, Dad and to Mom are having dinner, and uh, Dad goes, "Well, you know, there are Vulcans down there. 
why don't you go why don't him? you fucking hang i'm sure you know him because like every vulcan knows every other vulcan <laughs> and suddenly a transmission comes through and it's hoshi sit telling them that the vulcan delegation is actually coming up to the enterprise and he mm-hmm. says uh you can bet they're probably not coming up for coffee and donuts and <laughs> you know what dad i would say that that's a wow, safe bet dad, nice in this conversation that they have yeah. Archer leaves. Dad and I mean, uh, Tamam and Phlox are talking to this <laughs> uh, Vulcan delegation. And it's in this moment that I go, ah, yes, that's right. Mind melds are Vulcan aids. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or at least that's how you transmit Vulcan aids. Yeah. So the, the Vulcans, they come up and they, requ- they request a, a meeting with uh, Phlox and T'Pol. Mm-hmm. Um, Dad introduces him and says, hey, you know, I could have Chef whip up something for you. You know, Chef. We got this Chef guy. He he knows Plomeek soup, which <laughs> in actuality, if I remember right, it's Plomeek broth. Yeah. And how ham-handed, you know, Dad, Dad yeah. come on, man. He's trying. I could whip you up some mint tea. I know T'Pol likes that. Dad's a, uh, Dad's a golden retriever. <laughs> he so is. That yeah. is such a great analysis. Yeah. I got Plomeek soup. I mean, whatever I can do to help you. We got Chef and, you know, you know the other Vulcans, right, to mom? Bad thing happened. I'm mad. Good my thing name happened. Trip. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck alien. I think my favorite part about the whole interaction with the Vulcan delegation, Flox mm-hmm. and to mom, are they're melders. As if that's like yeah. a uh, a slur. Yeah, they're melders. Oh, you filthy fucking melders. Why you got to have same sex? I mean... <laughs> Mind melds relations. You filthy hippie. Um, so they hand her a pad, and as it turns out, they stole some of her DNA from her fingerprint. And my question is, the old hand <laughs> to Paula no. <laughs> data pad to retrieve her. Where's God. the warrant? Yeah, where is the? You know warrant? what I mean? Yeah. Like that's kind of shysty. That violates some sort of inter- uh, yeah. galactic accord or law. Um. Yeah, and then trip at one point. That uh, that oh, scene, by the way, where they're all in in the, uh, they're all kind of conversing about that. It's very tense, you know, because mm-hmm. because Flox and T'Pol both know that she has Panar. Yeah, they're obviously you know saying, hey, like we don't we don't think too kindly about these type of deviants. Uh, you're not Melders. you're not a deviant, are you, T'Pol? And it's like, no, no, I'm not a deviant at all. Why would I deviate? I Vulcan. And this, yeah, I Vulcan. And this this episode made me realize that to Paul, you know, she's very open minded and liberated Vulcan. She's she's deviated from the cultural norms a lot mm-hmm. in the in the last couple seasons. Like, and you'll see in the next episode that, mm-hmm. well, not in the next episode, but right now, I feel I'm starting to realize. <laughs> I think to Paul's got a little bit of a human accent. A little bit, yeah. Weird. Yeah, it'd be great if she had like a lisp. Be great if she's talk had a southern accent from the Starship Enterprise. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been embarrassed by Vulcan dignitary. Yeah. Intimate, huh? A minding of melds, a melding and of mel- minds. minds, sharing emotions. That's illegal. So, <sighs> it's all foobar. It's all foobar. It all fucking goes foobar. They f- they find out she's got Panar. You know, mm. and then they're none too pleased. And she's going to get fucking recalled. She's going to get recalled. And dad goes, sorry to cut you off. Um, no, no. Dad goes, you know, my number one priority here is making sure nothing happens to my first officer. And what he should have said mm-hmm. is, 
my number one priority here is my number one. There we go. Come on, Dad. Well, and before that, he calls them into his into what I would assume would be, you know, like the breakfast bar area, and says, "Are you both gonna lie to me like you lied to them?" Yeah. It gives them a real, gives them a real fatherly dressing wow. down. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Gives them a real fatherly dressing down. Um, Poor Kesa Essa. And so it it made me think. I was like, you know what? Why did to Paul mind meld if she knew? that she was going to get Panar from it. But then she quickly, you know, reveals that she was basically mind-raped by that dude. Yeah. Remember I, when, I, I remember that. when we reviewed that episode, yeah. it felt like rape. Yeah, man. And, uh, man, just just the fact that that's come back now and mm-hmm. there's, like, a repercussion for that, like, that's, I mean, of course it's an allegory for rape as well, but, I mean, it's just, like, it's so traumatic, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's It's devastating I can't, I can't believe yeah that he would do that to her you want to know the best part about this whole scenario yeah is that we get the subplot where it cuts away to <laughs> you know flox's wife sitting down with reed and trip and reed goes why don't you try the cobbler <laughs> hoshi please stay right here try the cobbler poor Kesa essa yeah. like oh no and mrs flox shakes off her shoe and gently strips Exactly pulling your leg, was I? No, I'm stroking it with my socked foot. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go. Captain asked me write synopsis tonight's movie. You gotta be human to appreciate horror film. And I, you know, I'll see you later, toots. So he, he walks away. And there's for the rest of the, the episode, it's basically they're going back and forth between the planet and between Enterprise. You know, yeah. dad goes down yeah. there to confront the Vulcans. Dad gets fucking... Uh, he gets heated. They Yo, he gets heated. So, they, when, go they, ahead. They see him down there, you know, waiting in the waiting room. And they come out and they say, Captain, hope we didn't keep you waiting. He says, actually, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you did keep me waiting. Nice, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> Dad isn't, isn't one to... Uh, you know, be afraid of a social foul paw. Dad's the guy who takes his daughter to go buy a new car and expects to be served now. Yeah. And you know what? I know she wanted a Hyundai, but we're getting a Honda now. Yeah. All right. I've been disrespected over at Honda. <laughs> I've had 15 years of good service. Your mom's got a Honda. I got a Honda. And you're we're a Honda a family. I don't even know why we tried to get you a Hyundai to please your, I mean, mind melding ass. <laughs> And it's during this little interchange with with the Vulcan dignitaries that they reveal that um, these these mind melders they're they're basically you know subverts yeah they're ne'er do wells and it it just goes to show that the actual scourge of the universe is damn dirty hippies it is hippies yeah it is it's hippies. fucking hippies you know I pre I appreciate the uh, tackling of the gay rights and like the AIDS epidemic and things like that mm-hmm. but I wish it wasn't done so ham-handedly I I have a totally different perspective on this episode I thought it was okay. done perfectly oh, but well we can yeah. agree to disagree but continue no, your that, analysis um, that that's fair I I just maybe because it's such a constrained time limit yeah that you have to progress the plot yeah you do. Um, and it's kind of one of those things where there's a lot of heavy shit going on, you mm-hmm. know, mind rape, mm-hmm. homosexuality, you know, AIDS. And it's like, you guys polygamy. just need, yeah, you just need to be polygamy. You need to be more tolerant of society. And I, I wish in this episode that they hadn't, uh, juxtap- juxtapose this, um, you know, uh, 
LGBT like rights mm-hmm. with this whole polygamy subplot. I think for me that yeah. takes away from the seriousness of it, and that that's what I think is the ham-handed part of it oh, for okay. me. Is it's like you could have gone full force, full force on um on this topic, but instead you're like, we need to do funny stuff. Yeah, you know, and Trip's gonna feel weird, not want to <laughs> get strange, you know, and it's like, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, that's just me. They did a good job on their part, but I mm-hmm. think they could have done a better job. I think, so I would actually take the opposite position. I would say that there's all this serious going seriousness going on with mm-hmm. Paul, and then to lighten it up, they go to, you know, this subplot with, with Flox and, mm-hmm. and Flox's wife and all that, which, you know, I guess would would kind of symbolize that at the end of the day, sexuality and things like that is it's really... It's, it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be... Well, that, and it's supposed to be fluid, and not everyone's the same, and that's yeah. the beauty of the Federation and Star Trek. There are all these aliens yeah. working in conjunction, so it's like not yeah. everything's the same. And But, you know, it's like you have, like, you know, the Denobulans who are very free and open about mm-hmm. their stuff, and you have, the, you have contrasted with the Vulcans who are very closed off. I just thought sure. it was a good... I, okay, sure. Me, I yeah, I mean, I can, accentuation. I, yeah, I can see that. I mean, the Vulcans are dicks to flocks. It's like, yeah. shouldn't you guys be cool to like other alien races? I thought We're doctors, dog. You know, come on, man. I'm like a doctor eight times yeah. over. Doctors, bro. So Dad goes back up to the ship, defeated, and says to Paul, "They're they're gonna tell the Vulcan High Command, and you're gonna you're gonna be <clears> shipped <throat> off my ship." Oh, that's right. And T'Pol says, I've, I actually got a message from one of the doctors down there. Uh-huh. I just received a message from Dr. Uris. And Dad says, which one is he? Yeah, you know, the, the one with pointy ears and the Beatles haircut. Yeah, the younger one. Yeah, that one. Um, and so <laughs> she, T'Pol goes down and meets with Dr. Uris. And he's, so she, he looks like you. Yeah. <laughs> T'Pol. So he... Uh, she goes down and meets Dr. Uris, and he gives her the, the research and exposes himself as a damn dirty hippie as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, now T'Pol goes back up, up to the ship, and Dad asks her why she doesn't want to reveal the fact that she's basically been mind-raped. Mm-hmm. And she, reve- you know, she says that... She has a good reason. Yeah, and th- this, this, this is why I love this episode because it's, it's like a gray area. She says, well, because I don't want to characterize all those people as like deviants and like, mm-hmm. you know, crazy people. Like if I say this, like that gives more credence to how to they their argument. Them. Yeah. And so there's like a legitimate, you know, catch 22 in this episode. It's like, do I confess that I got mind raped by a, by a hippie, mm-hmm. Vulcan hippie, or do I keep my silence and sacrifice myself, which kind of alludes to what Spock would say, which is the needs of the many outweigh yeah. the need of, nice. of the few of, or the one. Great See? connection there. Yeah, I'm going to school now, man. I'm doing all kinds of critical oh, analysis. Yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> good for you. So Me da- and, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Oh, go no, you're I was, good. I was going to say, so Dad storms back down there mm-hmm. and says- Where's Orat? Yeah, I need to talk with him. And he says, this isn't open for debate. Where I like, come from, everything is open yeah. for debate. I like, oh, line. okay. And um, so he says, well, according to this, to Vulcan law. Boom, son. I read it. I got the law right here in my hand. The truth. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. That's right. And he, he slaps him with the glove and says, he says, I demand a trial. And he says, fine, we'll do your trial tomorrow, you hippie sympathizer. And so the, the, the trial is set for tomorrow and we cut back to trip. 
and Trip confronts Flocks and says, Flocks, I gotta tell you, Doc, your wife has been all over me. Mm-hmm. And he says, Has she offered to give you a rose petal back? And he has that little demon yeah. smile. Don't you find her attractive? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, the hippies have just taken over this episode, man. Yeah. Also, Go ahead. I'd like to note that um, Travis got hurt (laughs) and he goes they've got these fargans and you know uh they've got love melons like cows with humps you know i mean like do you you play monkey do you play monkey in the middle on denobula no travis he fucking doesn't what's a monkey (laughs) you fucking asshole sorry no that's great that's my take what the hell's monkey in the middle what's a monkey (laughs) And uh, he's, you know, basically Fox says, Trip, try it out, man. I, you know, we're all, I'm all about free love, baby. I got three wives. I'm not giving you up without a fight. Yeah. <laughs> also, so, uh, yeah. Okay, so, sorry, but, I jumped ahead. No, that's fine. He, you know, he says, you know, go for it, dog. Yeah, fuck Have, my wife. Get fuck my wife. Why don't you fuck my wife? And you know what? Have sex with my wife. You know, we're going to fix this whole T'Pol thing. Yeah. Um, But uh, I'm dad right now, right? <laughs> yeah. So dad's going on. We're going to fix this whole uh, to mom thing. Mm-hmm. And Flox wanted all of us to come watch Trip fuck his wife. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's replicating a bunch of pizza and he's making a killer playlist. It's yeah. going to be dope. It really, it really, really comes off that Flox is like, yeah, do it. I'd like to watch. You know, yeah. come on, man. You and, know, and uh, and my question for you is, she he has three wives, right? Yeah. So in the first season, he says, "I have three wives, and they each all, all have two husbands each." Yeah. Why does this one go by Mrs. Flox? Well, maybe why not? Oh, why not Mrs. Flingy or oh, whatever? That's a great. That's a great question. Is she Mrs. Flox when she's with Flox? Well, you know what? This question's so tough that I think I've just got to go back to my um, warp engine. <laughs> uh, the old got to get back to the engineering yeah, there <laughs> because it is. the plasma's running too hot. Trick. It's hot. I um. I don't yeah. want to. F- I don't make me fuck your wife in front it's of everybody. Really weird, Doc. Cancel the pizzas. So that gets sussed out. And then, you know, we, we end up at the trial mm-hmm. and, you know, I, th- I think maybe it is a little bit ham handed now looking back on it, but, but they basically are like, you know, you can't just persecute people because they're different. Come on, man. Like free love, free love, brother. And, uh, Dr. Uris stands up and reveals that, that to Paul was, was mind raped and, yeah. you know, so, and that he's one of them. Yeah. And he's a hippie, not a raper. No, he's a hippie, <laughs> <laughs> non-raping hippie. And so they say, "Doll, have your badge," and they take him away, and he no, no longer is a as a doctor. Yep. And T'Pol gets exonerated and gets to stay. And um, that, my friends, is how you construct an episode that examines the importance of diversity and pre- and prejudice. Wow. And uh, I think that the trial was done really well. I think it was done really well. The trial was done well, yeah. Um, you know, and it, it seriously, for me at least, invoked an emotional response to the importance of diversity and, and inclusion. I agree. It's And it did it way better than just, you know, ham-handedly making the lead character of your new series a, a black woman. And then also, you know, trying to... It was nuanced. Trying to do this, like, tardigrade bullshit. You know, it's like... There you go. Like, that, to me, was way more provocative than yes. what Discovery has done. Yes. So... Wow, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. I just didn't think it was important to throw the Fox narrative in there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it, yeah. It was a bit silly. 
Um, but anyway. And that, as they say, is that. That is that. We're on all major podcasting platforms. You can send us an email to starcompanion at gmail.com. To that end, if you do send us an email when we get the stickers made, we will send you a sticker. Yeah. We have a couple of trivia nights coming send up. Send us your address if you want a sticker. That's right. Uh, trivia nights, 12-3-12-4-2019, Arcadia, pa- California, and then Pasadena, California. Get at us, baby. We'd like to see you there, and you can meet us, and you can also send us a buck or two at patreon.com slash Companion. Or when you see us, you can slap a five in my hand. Yeah, holy shit. Say, take that, you jive turkey. (laughs) Thanks for listening. to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.